WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome, one and all, to WVUA's 90.7 The Capstones NBA Student Section. I'm your host, Zachary Elrod, and here with me, as always, good old reliable Trey Simpson, baby. <laughs> What's up? How, y- how y'all doing? Yeah, Drew's not here today, but on good reasons. He had to go on a trip to Atlanta, so being that our show is on a Fridays doesn't really normally work. It doesn't normally work well with all of our schedules, so, but... We try to work around it. We try to give you all a good show. We try to give you all the energy. You know what I'm saying? We try to give you all good vibes. So hopefully we're doing so. But today we've got a lot of NBA news to cover. And that happens to be trade deadline. We just went past it. And, man, were there so many trades. Not really some big names. But I think some guys are definitely going to make an impact for the teams. Yeah, so much stuff has happened. Um, I know one trade that stands out to me in particular is um, Patrick Beverly to the Bucks, mm-hmm. alongside Damian Lillard now. And um, if you know a little bit about the past history between them, they <laughs> don't like each other. No, nope, you know? not very much. It. I thought it was a friendly smack talk at first, and like you know, all of it starts out like that. But you know, as time went on. It got a little more just – they were taking a couple more jabs at each other than usual. So, yeah, they just don't like each other. But Patrick, um, he said he was willing to squash the beef and, you know, he's ready to win a championship. So, I thought that was good on his part. So, mm-hmm. now he, he did a good job by, you know, kind of putting it on Dame. So, it's up to him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that he's ready for Cameron Payne to get his physical because he's ready to suit up. Because, like, Cameron Payne hasn't got his physical or something for the 76ers. Yeah. And Patrick Beverly's telling him to hurry up because he wants to suit up for the Bucks. But, anyway, we got a lot of other trades to talk about. I want to get your reaction on this Buddy Hill trade. You know, Buddy Hill to the Sixers. I thought they kind of gave up a little too much for him because they gave up Marcus Morris, Forkin uh, Korkmaz. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. And three second-round second picks. What do you do? You like that, or I don't know. Honestly, I agree with you. I think they gave up a little bit too much in this scenario um, for a shooter. Yeah, just for one. Like, but Buddy Hill is solid, but I don't think he was worth that much for them. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a bucket. He's a sniper. He's all that, and you know, a bag of chips. But you're giving up Marcus Morris. You just gave the key to the city to, which is pretty crazy. I don't know why, but. And then I knew Courtmise, he said he wanted a trade, so they're trying to get rid of him anyway. But three second round picks, I don't know. That could maybe come to haunt you. Who knows what those what the Indiana Pacers can do with those three seconds. You I mean, know? I feel like at this point that might be a move to set up, you know, cap space to keep Siakam. Because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Siakam wanted to buy out and go somewhere else. But at this point, now if, you know, more people – leave I guess then that opens up cap space for Siakam to get paid more so with Halliburton Siakam and what Toppin yeah you know around those three and a couple more guys then you know that's good for them that core yeah it stinks though they lost Bruce Brown too now they're losing Buddy Hill they're starting to lose a lot of key players that have made an impact for them so I don't know like you said they do have you know they have Siakam now and now they have Marcus Morris senior and then Court Moss, so those are some solid role players, kind of filling the gaps. But anyways, we got the Jazz just create. They just traded Kelly Olynyk and Achua Agabachi. That's the guy for Kansas. He played in Kansas, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm surprised they traded him because he was a rookie, or last year he was. So he's in his sophomore season. I'm surprised they traded him because I thought he could have you know, at least done a little something more for him. But they traded him for – they got Kyrgios Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and then a first-round pick. So, I don't know. Who do you think wins this, the Raptors or the Jazz? Honestly, I think the Raptors are winning right now because the moves they made during – like before the deadline have been very interesting to see. So, overall, I just think they've won, like, mm-hmm. the overall trade deadline period. Yeah. But – the Jazz, like, they're making moves. I mean, they have a good young core. Um, 
a couple vets that are still like young-ish but old enough to be you know considered vets like Jordan Clarkson you know people like that so it just depends honestly like they're making moves but they just got to be strategic in this offseason you know because at the end of the day they want to make at least a playoff run so I like how they're getting all these Canadian players though the Raptors they're bringing back Team Canada bro because they saw that Olympic run, they're yeah. getting Team Canada together. They're getting Kelly. I mean, and then yeah. they got Ochoa. I mean, he did great for Kansas. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your name. Your name is just like, I don't know if it's foreign or what. But, yeah, I mean, he's been great for Kansas. I thought he's had some great moments with the Jazz. I don't really know. I thought they could have developed him into something, but I guess not. So, they're getting a great young player in that. I thought giving up a first-round pick, and it's a 2024 first-round pick, I don't know. I mean, that was the only thing that was iffy to me. But then Kirill is Jr. and Otto Porter. That's, those are role players. So, And then one that was a really big trade, the Thunder traded uh, Trey Mann and Davis Bertans for Gordon Hayward. Dude, I thought that was great for the OKC Thunder. Getting Gordon yeah, Hayward. for them to get Hayward. That's a good spot-up shooter. And he could definitely, um, you know, fit into his role there. But... He's injury prone, so you know their biggest concern with him would be can he stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So I think I like the move because they're so be young. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because they're super young and he's a vet. Yeah, I'm about to say that's good veteran experience for him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, he's a good spot up shooter. He's gonna he can get a bucket or two. He's a great slasher. Can get to the mid range. But then they gave up Trey Mann, which was a good young talent. So it'll be interesting to see what Trey does for the Hornets because he's definitely going to get a bigger role. And then Davis Bertans, that's just like a sniper. So then moving on, we go to – oh, yeah, I forgot about this. The Knicks, that – me personally, I think the Knicks won everything. I think the Knicks have the best trade. I think this is going to be the best for them because they just got Bojan Bogdanovic. And for those of you that don't know, he did play for the Detroit Pistons, and he was averaging 23 points a game for him while starting for him. So, And then they got Alec Burke back for the Knicks too. And for those that don't know Alec Burke, he balled out in, I believe, the, what was it, 2019 playoff or something. It's when the Atlanta Hawks were going on a run, and it was the Knicks versus the Hawks. Yeah, He balled out for the Knicks. He had like a 30-point game. So, yeah, everybody remembers Alec Burks, especially in Madison Square Garden. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're moving on. But overall, talking about this, though, I definitely think that the Knicks won this trade because they only had to give up Quentin Grimes, Michael Flynn. They gave up Evan Fournier and Ryan Archidiakono, which is funny to mention because Ryan actually has a record. Did you see that? It's like the most consecutive zero-point games or something like that. It's like an NBA record or something. It's crazy. Who posted that? I forget. I think it was ESPN. Hmm. But then they gave up Quentin Grimes, so I I guess they just gave up on him because he was a rookie last year. So, I don't know. I thought they could have developed him, but I don't know. I guess they just gave up on him. I think Quentin didn't really like the situation, though, so I think he wanted out in the first place. But anyways, moving on. Trey really wanted me to cover this one. We got the Raptors and we got the Nets. Spencer Dimwitty going to the Raptors. He's been traded around a few times later in his career. And then you got Dennis Schroeder going to the Nets with Thaddeus Young. So the Nets received Thaddeus Young, Dennis Schroeder, and then the Raptors receive Spencer Dimwitty. What are your thoughts, Trey? Um, I just wonder what's going through Dinwiddie's head at this point because, you know, he's he was on the Mavericks. Well, actually, he started on the Nets went to the Mavericks, right, went back to the Nets, and now he's moving over to the Raptors. So, honestly... um, He's been all over the place. For one, did he expect it? And then two, even if he didn't, you know, is he ready to go perform and go play at a high level over there with all the talent that Toronto has now? Yeah, he's been all over the place in his career. I think he started out with the Sixers. Then he stayed a long time with the Nets, and he started to – I don't know, people thought that he was going to stay his entire career with them. Then he moved on to the Wizards, I believe, played for the Wizards, then went on to this uh, the Mavs, 
then went to the Nets. Yeah. So he went back to the Nets, like you just said, and now he's at the Raptors, which is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy career for Spencer. But, I mean, I think that's a great pickup for the Raptors. Yeah. Definitely gives him a veteran. I mean, bro's just a bucket. So, what about for the Nets? Do you think they win this? or? I mean, they already had a solid guard combo with Dinwiddie and Bridges. So, I mean, Dennis Schroeder is just as solid, though, as Dinwiddie himself. So, with the pickup of Daddy's Young, I think depending on his averages, I mean, I think it's kind of even. I just know at this point the Raptors have one of, you know, they went for a lot of offense this deadline. So, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out for them. Sure. It's definitely going to be interesting to see, I guess, maybe the Emmanuel quickly and Spencer Dinwiddie dynamic and maybe see how they do that. I don't know. But anyways, moving on to my Mavericks. We had a great trade. We got P.J. Washington from the Hornets and all we had to trade was Seth Curry Grant Williams and a first round pick Seth Curry love yep he wasn't doing anything for us though he was only averaging like three points a game but to go to the Hornets I know he feels some type of way (laughs) yeah probably but wait didn't they grow up in they grew up in Charlotte for a long time the Curry brothers yeah so I I guess it's kind of like home to them I mean, but all the drama, I guess, that comes with the Hornets right now. Yeah. You know, with all the players. I'm sure – I knew Grant Williams was starting to make the organization kind of uncomfortable. That's what I heard them say, so they were trying to get rid of him. But giving up a first-round pick, though, you don't really like to see it. But you're getting a young player in P.J. I mean, I think he's 25, same year – I think same age as Grant Williams. But – He's going to have a lot more upside. You know, he has a lot more potential. Who knows? Maybe P.J. might be an all-star one year. Maybe. His year's still unfolding. But also, not to mention, we also got Daniel Gafford. I think all we have to trade for him was Rashawn Holmes. And then maybe a second-round pick, I believe. But, yeah, I think that was a great trade for us. Get a backup center for Derek Lively. I don't know. What are your reactions to the Mavericks? Do you think they – pulled off some good trades or you think they gave up too much with that first round pick for pj um honestly in the long run yes Mm. i think they gave up a little like yeah i I think that pick was a lot yeah for pj but i don't i mean i could i could see where you're going with this because when i saw a first round pick i was like uh but i think pj will fit good in the system because then you got you got Donovan or not? What am I thinking about? I mean, Luka Doncic. They need a good three, three, like a, a star three coming out of like the twenty twenty four draft class will like complete them because they already have you know Derek Lively. He's growing and growing as a player, mm-hmm. and then you know like they could have had an addition at power forward, but like PJ Washington is cool, but to give up a first round pick, you know, when they could potentially get you know a young star mold him so i don't know yeah but we got luca we got Kyrie at the two and then we got uh josh green at the three and now pj and then Derek lively so that will give rest for Derek jones jr let him come off the bench so that way he doesn't have to do too much and then i don't know we still got tim hardaway off the bench josh hardy he might do something i don't know i think i still like it I mean, yeah, it's cool, but that's what I'm saying. Like, all the guards for that team are pretty much vets. Like, Kyrie's a vet at this point. You know, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s a vet. They're definitely trying to win now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, with Luka in the lineup, I would assume they're trying to win now. So, that's probably why they're so eager to just to give up that pick. But, anyways, moving on. I definitely want to talk about the losers, though. Who do you think? Because I know it was a big dis- surprise to a lot of people that teams like the Warriors, they didn't make any trades. Teams like your Lakers, they didn't make any trades. And then the Chicago Bulls, who haven't made a trade since 2021. So what are you, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, to speak on the Warriors, um, I feel like at this point, like – you know, that dynasty, you know, it was what it was. And at this point, we kind of figure 
that we see is pretty much over. You know, Clay, he doesn't really have any market value or as much market value as he would have, what, three, four seasons ago, maybe. I heard he's about to be a free agent, I think. I think his contract's about to be up. Yeah, and I mean, just because of his name, like, a team's going to pick him up. Like, it's not like nobody's going to call him back. Like, even the obviously the Warriors were forever probably going to take him back. But I just don't think he has as much market value as, you know, he once was. Like, even Draymond Green, like – you know, a team like the Warriors, he was probably going to, you know, stay there until he finishes his career. That's what I figured. But because who else is going to pick him up? Like, obviously, he can get picked up. I'm not saying he can't. But nobody else in the league, like, that their play style, how Clay and Draymond both play, True. specifically fits for the Warriors. Like, it, you know, they've built around that. That's what won them the four championships, even with KD, like, with that system. So, mm-hmm. you know, with the way they play, I don't think they would, you know, I feel like they would struggle in another system. So, Because they've just been a part of that other system, like you said, for so long. Yeah, especially Clay Thompson. He's too much in his own head anyway. Yeah, I heard he's getting benched now. Yeah. He's just getting benched, and that's doing – That's, I mean, it's not going to help that. It's he's definitely not going to help He's carrying his. around a lot of negative energy. That's what I've heard. Like, I've heard in the locker room he's kind of, you know, in his, you know, just letting the outside talk get to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. I know. I mean, I love Clay, man. I hope he just – I don't know. I hope he gets his head straight, and it's just – just block all that outside noise because I know especially getting bent like we were just talking about that I mean that's not going to help him especially with I mean how he's already been struggling so yeah and then um you said you mentioned the Lakers too man at this point remember see I was a big like I was all for calling for you know a couple trades to be made but you know I never wanted to give up Vanderbilt you know, mm-hmm. players like that. At this point, like, we just kind of hit our stride a little bit, you know. Like, we're figuring it out. At the same time, we, you know, should have a better record than we have. But we're not, you know, down and out. Like, don't count us out yet. Like, we still have time. It's still pretty early in the season. True. Like, well, we're about halfway, you know, through the season, like, close to it, like, very close to halfway if not a little bit more than halfway. so Still, that's a whole other half of the season. Yeah, like we still got time to like really key in and figure it out. But, you know, at this point, I don't, you know, it's too much going on with that market anyway. I don't think we had enough time to figure out what kind of cap space we had to work with. So mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been necessarily smart to make a trade unless we could have got a guaranteed deal, like star for star type thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know there were – um Rumors about Donovan Mitchell, uh, maybe in the off season. Like I don't know if you saw that, but um, shoot, Mitchell. even like a player like Demar Derozan, like even if like yeah, I've heard stuff like that. Got him, um, you know, that would have had to been a D'Angelo Russell for Demar kind mm-hmm. of situation, and maybe like a young star like Woods or somebody like that. I don't know, mm-hmm. but you know. I just don't think it would have been, like, smart for them to make a trade. Because y'all already have a talented roster. Yeah. The Bulls, on the other hand, they've been in the rebuild for – like, they rebuilt, got some good pieces. You know, they had to um, go through injuries with Lonzo, but he's back on the court. I've heard that. I've seen the clips. He's back on the court. I'm happy about that. He's getting shots up. Yeah, he's looking good, too. Yeah, he's moving around. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't pull his eye on. Yeah, yeah, for real. Kept that under control. But, you know, um, at this point, we just have to wait and see, you know, what happens when he returns. Even I still feel like, though, they have to get some more pieces around him because, obviously, he's been out for so long. Like, he's obviously not going to be the same player. Mm -hmm. But I just don't want another Klay Thompson situation to happen. Like, you know, injury happens, and then you just see a player that was, you know, at the peak of his, you know, like playing kind of decline because of injury. So. You yeah, know. DeMar DeRozan's only getting older. And then Zach Levine's kind of starting to get more injured more frequently. And yeah. then even Nikola Vucevic, when they picked him up, he's not really the center when they picked him up, like, in the when he was in the Magic. Yeah. He's not really that same Nikola Vucevic. And he, I don't know, he's not looking like he's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, 
I don't know. I mean, I don't really know who you trade, honestly, for them. Because they just don't really have anything to work with. Man, they just got to rebuild, bro. They got to give up people for some picks. Like, at this point, just, you know. Just pull a thunder. Send DeMar somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Send DeMar somewhere. Uh, who else? Levine. Oh, Levine's out for the season. Did you see that? He's going through surgery on his foot. Wait, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. See? I mean. So, yeah, they just got to send him off somewhere. That's their best player, and he's gone, dude. Yeah, they got to get some picks. Mm-hmm. And then they still got Caruso. Good old reliable Caruso. That's pretty much it, dude. Caruso. Shoot, they're probably going to send him off, too. That, like, really just clean house. Honestly. Clean house, bro. But, yeah, when you said trade him for picks, I really think they should just pull a thunder. Oklahoma City thunder, bro. You want, can you give us a pick? Bet. That's all we want. Just give us picks. But, yeah, that's going to do it for this segment. Don't go away for more NBA news and all things the NBA. We'll see y'all. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to WVUA 90.7, the Capstones, NBA student section. We're back, and we're back with some more NBA news surrounding the All-Stars, and apparently Julius Randle's going to be out and Embiid. We already talked about Embiid, but now Randle hasn't been playing for the Knicks, so in order, the people that are going to replace them are going to be Scotty Barnes and Trey Young. We just talked about him in the last episode, saying that he was kind of like a snub for the All-Star, and he hasn't really made the All-Star team in a while, but now... Trey Young's back better than ever, and he's in the All-Star game. So is Scotty for the first time. So what's your what's your initial reaction to it, Trey? You like it or? Well, you know, of course, I'm a, I will advocate for Trey. I feel like he, they both deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, like, I'm really happy for Scotty Barnes. I'm glad he got a chance. He's getting a chance to um, showcase his skills. Obviously, we've seen what he can do in the regular season, so we knew it was just a matter of time. True before he got his opportunity but like I said I'm glad that it's you know now mm-hmm. and shoot I just can't wait to see what they both do yeah you Trey know. Young's gonna be interested in the all-star game because you know he's gonna come out throwing some lobs and stuff Scotty I I remember watching his high school highlights dude he can he can get up he can get creative so it's gonna be fun to watch them do what they do I know that Jalen Brunson he's been hurt for the last few I think few days and stuff for the Knicks so I don't know if he's going to be healthy for next week, next weekend. Do you think? I'm not sure what the time span is. Um, by this weekend, like a couple days, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like even Sunday, Monday, I don't, I don't know. Because I hope he's healthy because it's his first All-Star and he deserves it. You know what I'm saying? He, he'll probably play through it. He like he might not be at a hundred percent, but I don't think he's gonna miss it. Like you just said, his first time, especially with all the um, hype he has. Like I don't think he's gonna let this opportunity kind of pass by. Mm-mm. So unless it's like an actual, you know, like season-ending injury, but obviously, like it hasn't came out that it is. So I think he'll still power through. Yeah, I hope so. Like I mean, I obviously don't want to push. Like, you know, because he still earns that, like, I believe even though they're hurt, they still earn the all-star selection. They just won't be able to compete. But, you know, because you obviously – the thing that matters to them right now is the championship, and you hope – because the Knicks, like, they really have a shot, especially with the trade they just made for Bojan and Alec Burke and just giving up a couple of young guys and some players on the bench that weren't even really using in the first place. They really have a shot, honestly. Yeah. I think they're clear – Right now, Eastern Conference Final is just like. I'm telling you, they just got to beat the Bucks because, like, I mean, you never count the Celtics out, but at the same time, we know they crumble in the playoffs, especially yeah. Tatum, Jalen Brown. Like, they have good runs and all that. They can make it to the Conference Finals or whatever, but then they ultimately lose. Yeah, they could still so. make it to the Finals. It's just whether they win it all or not, you know. Shoot, I don't even think they're going to – if the um, 76ers are fully healthy, I don't think they're even going to beat them. But the Sixers have choked too sometimes. Yeah. Or I mean, all the time, honestly. Neither of those teams, the 76ers or the um, Celtics, are beating the Bucks. So, I mean, it's going to be between the Bucks and the Knicks. True. So. Who knows if the – do you think the Miami Heat will do what they do last – are they even in the play-in? I don't even know if the Miami Heat are in the play-in. 
I don't even think so. Not right now. Mm-mm. I don't know. It would be interesting to see if the Miami Heat were to like sneak in like they did the last time, because that like I know that made a lot of people mad. But let me check the standings real quick. Nope, they are. They're the number one seed in the play-in, so they're like the number seven seed. Who knows? They could do what they did last year. I mean, the only people besides them are the Magic. The Bulls are number nine, and then the Hawks are ten. How the, are the Bulls ahead of the Hawks? That's concerning. I know. And they're ahead of the Nets. That's pretty crazy. But the Nets aren't even doing good either. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. After all the Bulls have been through, they're still in the play-in. That's pretty wild. But anyways, going back to the All-Star break, I love these selections. Scotty Barnes, you deserve it, man. You had a bad sophomore year, but you made up for it. You came back, and now you're looking better than ever, and you're leading that Raptors team. So on behalf of this podcast, we're very proud of you, Scotty, if you're listening. And then same with you, Ice Trey. Love watching you hoop, man. And then, I mean, glad you got to make it, bro. Ice Trey definitely well-deserving. So, anyway, moving back on to the contestants of the All-Star break. Or, well, the contestants in each contest. So, we got the three-point contest, the skills contest, and the dunk contest, just like every year. But we got the contestants for them, which I'm going to pull up real quick. Because I know for the dunk contest, we got Jalen Brown. Yeah, we got Jalen Brown, Mac McClung. And then Jacob Toppin, which is Obi Toppin's brother. And then Jamie, Jamie Hakez Jr. Or Jaime Hakez Jr. No. So, who's your favorite for the dunk contest? And who who do you think is going to be like a sleeper? Like somebody that's going to like really like give us a show but not really win it? I'm going to be honest. I was I'm already sleeping on Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Like he's a good in-game dunker, but he's not like on a Vince Carter level, Tracy McGrady level. So true. I'm kind of just perplexed that he got selected for the contest, but at the same time, me I'm too. It's kind of random. Yeah, like I I mean I want to see what he does, but at the same time, yeah, like I'm surprised he wanted to do it. Yeah, maybe because Mac McClung kind of like. I don't know, revived the dunk contest last year, and now veterans want to do it. Because normally people want to do it in the beginning of their NBA career, like when they're rookies or something, when they're younger. Yeah, but she, I don't like Jalen Brown doesn't do the flashy kind of dunks like that. Like he has his tomahawks and like back scratchers, but what he doesn't. I mean, he might do a 360 every now and then on a fast break or something like that. I've seen him get a little flashy. I mean, yeah, I guess he. I I guess I'm interested to see what he can do. But like I said, it's just he's kind of one of those quiet stars, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like he has his moments where he just explodes in the game, and then other than that, like sometimes he can just you know drop a quiet twenty. True. Like he'll have I like twenty twenty five, but like it'll be in spurts. Like what seven points in the first quarter, uh, twelve points in the second, maybe fourteen in the third like 14, 16 or something, and then, what, like six and four. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of like a quiet, I don't know. I get what you're saying because, like, a lot of the attention's on, like, Jason Tatum or something. And then people don't really, like, worry about Jalen Brown as that second punch. And he really, like, he makes teams pay for that, honestly. But so who's your favorite? So you said your sleeper's Jalen Brown, but who's your favorite to win? Um... Honestly, who I know the um first three um I'm not talking about Vasquez but um the other who's the last one? Uh, Jaime Jaquez or Jacob Toppin? Yeah, Toppin. Um, honestly, I think Mac McClung's going to take it again this mm-hmm. year. That's yeah. what I think. That Mac McClung's my favorite to win it, and my sleeper is Jaime Jaime Jaquez. Because I've seen this dunk contest in high school back when he played for Sierra Canyon, so I know he can bring, I know he can bring some creativity to it, but I don't think he's going to win it all. Because Mac McClung, at the end of the day, is just as Mac McClung did. Honestly, I, I think Jalen Brown, since he um like it's probably we're not the only ones who probably think like that he might have been like kind of a random selection for this event. So I think he might use that as fuel 
True. And kind of, you know, shock us. So I, I'm going to actually go with Jalen Brown. I would like it. I wouldn't like mind him winning it because I love Jalen Brown. Yeah. I think he's a great player. I mean, everybody makes fun of his left hand, but I think he's a great player, man. Yeah. I mean, that just shows even more of his talent. If he doesn't have to use his left hand, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyways, moving on to the three-point contest, we got the boy Jalen Brunson. We got Tyrese. We got Dame. We got Malik Beasley. We got Larry Markinen. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, we got Towns. And then we got Ice Trey, Trey Young. So, same with this one. Who's your favorite to win it? And who do you think is going to be a sleeper? Um, um, shoot. Honestly, I honestly think off rip, like this isn't even like a sleeper or anything, but I think Towns isn't going to do as well as we think, like, or as he might think. I think Towns might uh, throw up a couple bricks in the first um, round and get eliminated early. He won it last year, didn't he? He was last year's. I don't know. It's different. I don't know. What's he shooting? Let me look it up before I say that. He won he might it be last year. Like I don't know. He might be shooting 50 and up from three. I think Malik Beasley's going to do bad. Larry's going to do bad. Donovan Mitchell might do bad. Mm, or I don't know. I think nah, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell might do good. Jalen Brunson's not going to do good. Because it's always the people that are, like, new to the three-point contest that aren't normally good. Mm. Trey Young, I don't think he's going to do that good. I'll be honest. So, my favorite for this, I think I got to go with Dame. Dame's just my favorite because I know, like, we know what he can do in the three-point contest. Brunson. Brunson's your favorite? Brunson. Okay. As soon as you said Dame, I just was like, all right, no-brainer, Brunson. Okay. So, who's your sleeper then? Cap. Cap? Yeah. Let me take that back, what I just said, because he's shooting – um. And he won the three-point contest. Yeah, he's shooting 43.7% from the three this season. For a big man. For a big man, yeah. So that's pretty good. Uh, I don't even think some guards are shooting as well as he is. So, yeah, he's a sleeper for me. Okay, okay. Because my sleeper actually is Donovan Mitchell. Or, well, ooh. Should I go Tyrese? I don't know. I'm going to go Don. I like Donovan Mitchell. I think he's underrated. Bro's literally averaging like thirty one like thirty points a game in the month of February right now. He's averaging like twenty seven for the year. I mean Donovan Mitchell's always been slept on. I think he should definitely be higher in the MVP rankings because of their ranking in the East, how they're number two. I think Donovan Mitchell slept on, so I'm not gonna sleep on him tonight. But anyways, moving on to the skills competition. We got team pacers because, you know, with the skills competition, they always have it for the city of the All-Star game. They have the team to represent it. So on team pacers, we got Tyrese, we got Benedict Matherin, and then we got Miles Turner. And then for team top picks, we got Paolo Bencaro, Anthony Edwards, and then Victor Wabanama. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Webanyama. I did not mispronounce that. I mispronounced that, guys, but I know, what I'm, I know how to say it. But anyways, moving on, team All-Stars. We got Scotty Barnes. The new all-star, Tyrese Maxey. Then we got Ice Trey, baby. Trey Young. Miles Turner for the skills practice. Well, I mean, it's Team Pacers. So who else are they going to use? You know what I'm saying? It has to be from the Pacers roster. And Miles Turner's got some skill, dude. Yeah, he's got skills. But... Can they pay the bills? What, for like, what, the passing, dribbling, and the what, shooting? Yeah, he can shoot it. We'll, we'll I think see. He, I think he can pass it. I think he can play make a little bit as a big man. I mean, now is he a Jokic? No, but, I mean, hey, it's what the Pacers got. So, who do you think Who do you think is going to win it all? Because I think for the skills competition, it could honestly go any way. Uh, who, who's on the list again? Uh, you got – Team Pacers with Tyrese Benedict and Miles Turner. The top picks, you got Paolo Bencaro, Anthony Edwards, and Victor. Victor Webinyama. And then Team All-Stars, you got Scotty Barnes, Trey Young, and Tyrese Maxey. Oh, the rookies, like or the young guys, Anthony Edwards, Paolo, and then Wimby. Mm, you think I so? I got them, yeah. You know what? 
I don't think Team All-Stars is going to do good. And you just went with top pick, so I think I'm going to go with the home team. I think I got to go Tyrese, Benedict, and Miles. I think they're going to represent their home crowd. I think they're going to come out with the dub. But I think that the top picks is definitely – I think they're definitely going to make a run, though. The only reason I don't pick Team All-Stars is because I think I remember Tyrese Maxey and, like, Scotty Barnes and them, and I think they were, like, missing layups and stuff in, like, one of the skills competition things. Yeah. And they are like, goofing off, and they're like, oh, we can't make a shot. So that's why I don't want to pick them because I think I remember last time they didn't really do the greatest. But anyways, that's going to do it for this segment, y'all. Don't go away for more NBA news. We'll see y'all. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back, everyone, to WVUA 90.7, the Capstone NBA student section. We're back. Me and Trey are back with some more NBA news. And we got to talk about the Western contentions, man. There's four teams in it. We got the Thunder. We got the T-Wolves. We got also the Clippers, and then we got uh, the Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets, I believe. So, I mean, I don't know. The West is looking pretty crazy right now. What are, what are your thoughts on it so far, like, with the different contentions and stuff? Um, Shoot, I'm glad the Clippers have figured it out, you know, at least one team, because if L.A., you know, if Lakers aren't going to do it, I'd rather see the Clippers have success. Um. I wasn't really um I was not I was surprised at the Thunder and the um Timberwolves success this season. Um obviously they are pretty good teams like mm-hmm. on paper. So you would expect them to have good records but like you didn't expect I guess I don't think anybody expected them to kind of go on the streak they did in the beginning. True. Yeah, currently right now Minnesota's sitting at 1. But Denver's tied with them with the 36-16 and 16 record at two. So they're pretty much tied. They might be going off of point differentials or something. But Thunder's number three with, like, one less win. And then the Clippers are number four with one less win. So, I don't know. It's, it could go either way. I mean, the Clippers are only behind one game to the Thunder. And then with Denver and the T-Wolves, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. So I guess my question is – who do you think is going to be number one in the West at the end of the year? What's your guess? Because I know my guess. I know who I think. Man, if the Clippers can stay healthy, I'm going to go with them. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to go with Nuggets close second because the Thunder and the um, Timberwolves might have a tough schedule, you know. Um, from now on and like to the end of the season versus like the Nuggets you know they already you know they're coming off a championship so you can never count them out so if anything you got to go through the Nuggets in the West like I'm pretty sure that's been proven so like I said if the Clippers stay healthy though that's another team that can match the Nuggets if not you know no, nah, I'm not even going to say they definitely can't sweep them, but I think they could take it to like a game five, game six. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they would have to go to game seven. Yeah, I was looking at their schedule, and I'm seeing some games, but overall it doesn't even look like too bad of a schedule. Yep. You know, I see a lot of Wizards games. I see a lot of Spurs. I see Hornets in there. So it doesn't look like a horrible schedule. Now, granted, it doesn't look like the easiest schedule in the world because you still see big teams like the Bucks, the Celtics, all those guys. Even the Suns are in there, the Mavericks. So we'll see how that plays out. But my number one team that I think is going to be the number one seed in the West, when it's all said and done, is going to be the Thunder. I knew you were going to say that. I just think it I, – I don't know. They just seem like a great regular season team, you know. I don't think they're built for the playoffs yet, or they're built for it, but they're just not ready for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that brings me on to my next question. Who do you think is going to make it all the way in the playoffs? Because I know you were talking about it a little bit, but who do you think out of those four are going to make it the furthest in the playoffs? Oh, yeah, my bad. I answered that. Yeah, Clippers and Nuggets. 
I think that's going to be the finals matchup in the West. Oh, my bad. I wasn't paying attention to you then. But who do you think between those two, Do you have, if you had to pick? Like I said, if they stay healthy, bro, like, and both teams are firing on all cylinders, I think it's going to go to a game seven series. But to game on the line, man, it all depends on how Kawhi is playing, bro. Like, because obviously PG and Harden, like, they would obviously, if they make it that far, they would have to be firing. But it just depends on Kawhi in that situation. I and agree. honestly, Westbrook, too, but not in a bad way. Like, just Westbrook just – he'll create a spark off the bench every game. Like, he's going to bring that energy. Terrence Mann's going to bring that energy. Um, Zubak's going to step up. Norman Powell. Yep. You know, all of them. So, like, you know, honestly, he just comes down to Kawhi, bro. And, like, because you can't – everybody on the Nuggets is such a threat. MPJ, you know, too, as soon as he gets the ball, you might as well – Box out, get the rebound. Because as soon as MPJ gets it, he you know he's shooting it. Mm-hmm. Jokic, the crazy shots he hit on my Lakers, pretty much every time they play, is just ridiculous. It's like wild. he's a you know threat in the clutch. Jamal Murray obviously is a threat in his own right. So um, Caldwell Pope, even you can't leave. Like you can't. Everybody's a threat. Aaron Gordon, he'll backdoor cut you, and next thing you know, you and know, Jokic's gonna find him. Yeah, yeah, you'll be ducking your head. So everybody. Man, it just depends, man. Everybody has to play. So, honestly, to answer the question, though, since I've been yapping a little <laughs> bit, um, man, I would give it to the Nuggets, bro. Me too. I would want the Clippers to obviously beat them, but at the same time, I just know the Nuggets, like, we've seen it. Like, they have that gene in them. 100%. Like the gene. 100% agree with you. Because, like you said, to add on with the Clippers, I mean, it, for me, it always comes down to Kawhi. He's only the, he's like the real one besides Norman Powell with championship experience. Because Paul George hasn't been there, James hasn't been there, and he's like one of their only stars that's really been in that, you know. And even Norman Powell, like he wasn't a star role in his championship, you know, run. So like he definitely know. played a big part in it, though. Yeah, he's a good role player. But, yeah, but, like, that's the point. He was a role player. He wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like Kawhi was a star. Like, he was the reason, you know. He was the main – I else, mean, so. he carried them. Yeah. <laughs> Flat out just carried them. Because Kyle Lowry wasn't producing points-wise. Like, mm-hmm. he had his moments, though. Yeah. And he stepped up and hit some shots when he needed to. But, yeah, no, Kawhi was the reason, if not the reason, you know. And then maybe Siakam. But mm-hmm. Siakam, like, played his role even. So, honestly, yeah, like, I just got to give it to the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray and Jokic, when they want to, you know, lock in, they're unstoppable, really. Honestly. they've proven that. They're, it, once locked in, I mean, they're like the best duo in the league when they're, like, locked in and they're ready and they're hungry for a championship. I mean, who's stopping them? Like I said, I just think the Nuggets have, like, the best team in the West, like, just chemistry-wise. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, they've been playing together for a minute now. Like I said, so you remember when Jamal Murray got hurt? Yeah. And they could have traded him, but they didn't. Like, Mike Malone himself said, nah, we're not giving up on you. Like, from that moment on, obviously, Jamal Murray's blossoming to the player he is now. Yeah. So, you know, going all the way back to when that happened, you know, and then they've let Jokic, like, step into his role on the team and blossom into a star. So, like, that trust and chemistry has been there. It's been building for a minute. So, I, you know, that's why I think they're so solid as a team. So, and then plus they were hungry. You know, they had to hear a lot of talk about Lakers, Warriors, this and the third. And then they honestly shut everybody up. Now, they were, they spent a little bit too much time talking about the Lakers in the media, Coach Mike. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, they backed it up. They did. So, at this point. They swept them. What can you say other than you got to go through us? Like, that's how they feel and that's how they should carry it. Mm-hmm. So the Clippers, you know, as long as they're hungry enough and healthy enough, they got a chance. But we know that the Lakers want that back, though. They of want course. The smoke back. Sounds good. Hey, I ain't going to lie. As a Lakers fan at this point, you know, we got it. You know, we're obviously going to be in the play-in. We might be able to sneak in. But do we have what it takes to really advance past the second round? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Now, it's early still. We have time. Yeah. But as of right now, I just don't know. I honestly I think, think y'all have I think y'all have all the pieces. It's just putting it together. That like you said with the Nuggets, they just have the best team chemistry wise. They're not necessarily the most talented. Now granted they do have a lot of talent, but it's just 
it just comes down to are they going to mesh or not you know but yeah I 100% with you agree with you with the Nuggets I think they're going to see their way back to the finals who knows who they play in the Eastern Conference because we know the Knicks are going to make a run but are they are they good enough to beat a team like the Celtics or the Bucks? Man, Bucks or even Knicks, the bro. Bucks Knicks. Like who are you talking about? The War the um Nuggets? Yeah. Like for yeah, nah. I remember I thought we were uh, I thought we agreed upon um not Celtics, like we were talking about the Bucks and the um Knicks. Mm-hmm. Like Celtics were like third or fourth. Cause okay, I'll put it like like Celtics and the Miami Heat kind of go hand in hand with me. Like, cause Miami's kind of like a sleeper for me, you know. Okay. Like, if they can sneak in in the play and they have a chance, mm-hmm. so you can't count them out. But they're just like the Celtics to me. They either step up and make it happen, or they don't. Yeah, you know, the lights will either be too bright or they'll fall under pressure. So, they made it to finals both times and made it out of their conference. But have they won anything? You know, past that. True. No, they've crumbled every time. At least in the recent years, so yeah, that's why I say they're yeah know, recent both years. They're not talking about LeBron being yeah. No, M-I. shoot, I'm not talking about the franchise. We know that Celtics and the Lakers decided ten great great franchises historically. Yeah, so, but yeah, I agree with you. I know the Knicks. I'm definitely having faith in them. I hope they don't fold under pressure because I know their stars, Jalen Brunson. I know he's going to do his thing, but. It's if Randall does his thing. If it, it's if Dante DiVincenzo, if he steps up for him. I mean, it's a lot of guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If these new trades, if it does pay off for him. So, we'll see how that all unfolds. But what do you think? I guess finals prediction for me would probably be, I'm going to say Bucks and Bucks and Nuggets. I that's think that's, I think that's my finals prediction. What about you? Yeah, Sam. Obviously, I know Nuggets will make it, and then um, I'll I'll give you two options. Like the people I I'm pretty sure like I know are gonna make it, and then I'll give you like my backup. So I'll go Nuggets and Bucks first, and then like slash Nuggets and Knicks. It just depends. And then for like second choice for sleepers, Clippers and the Heat. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be wild. Imagine if that actually happened. Well, you heard it here first. February February 9th, Trey and Zach's we had talked about. <laughs> but I ain't going to lie. Trey <laughs> said Miami and the Clippers. That and would be finals. crazy finals, bro. 2024 finals, that would be crazy. Insane. Market. Market. Even the um, bro. Even the Timberwolves making it in the um, I don't think they would make it to a uh, NBA finals. I think they could make it to a conference if they really went on a run. But mm-hmm. like I said, they they definitely wouldn't beat the Nuggets in the seven game series. Yeah, with the Clippers, it's just I so many things uncertain. So. And then with the Heat, I don't know that I haven't even really been watching Heat games honestly. I haven't even really been like thinking about them. I haven't been until today. Honestly, the only thing I've seen is that Fred Van Fleet has more blocks this year than Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Well, Van Vliet is on the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So, dang. Oh. Man. He has more blocks than him, apparently. Well, we always knew Bam was an undersized center. Yeah. But he's but. a great shot blocker, though, because he can get up and with, I mean, the best of him, like a skyscraper, dude. I mean, he's just like broken jump, dude. He can jump out of the gym. We know it because of that block. Well, speaking of which, right quick, um, I just wanted to ask you, like, at this point in the season, who do you think um, – who's your top three for MVP race? Like, not NBA, but who's your top three? MVP? Yeah. I definitely think number one right now is just, like – because with Embiid out now, I think it's coming down to Jokic and uh, Shea. And right now, I think I would give it to Shea. I'm just going to be dead honest. I know Jokic has been great. He's been great for the Nuggets. But numbers-wise, Shea has just been on another level. And I think you got to respect that. You know what I'm saying? So I think Shea won, Nikola three, and then – or not three, I mean two. And then three, because Luka's fallen down the ladder 
a bit, but I don't know. He's been great. I guess Yon. I don't really know Giannis, so. Honestly, you know who I was going to say? Who? LeBron. But, like. What? I'm saying because his averages are up, like, in the past, what, 25 games. He's averaging, like, 35, 36. For real? Yeah. In like, I've seen a post games? about that, like, the last six or whatever. Let me see if I can pull it up. It might be too little, too late, though. Because if you have that argument, then you got to put Donovan Mitchell in that conversation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was thinking about plus minus. Oh. Like, you know, impact. Like, I'm just saying, like, LeBron's impact on the court. Mm-hmm. In turn, well, like I said, just in terms of stats, like, obviously we're not talking about the whole game because sometimes he kind of hurts us a little bit. But – I mean, just to be, what, 39 years old, the oldest player in the league, still putting up, like I said, at least 32, 8, and what, 5, whatever, something like that. It's wild. You know. It's you know. insane. But, yeah, I don't really know who my number three would be because I got Shave 1, uh, Jokic 2, and then I guess I might stick maybe Tatum or Giannis in there. Not going to lie, I would put Giannis before Tatum. Seriously? Yeah. I don't know. The Bucks have been struggling recently, though. Yeah, yeah, they got the new coach coming in, so that's kind of a struggle in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because, like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, people are too quick to kind of hate on the team because, you know, the Clippers started out, remember, like, very bad, and now look at them. Yeah, now, nobody, I, I was one of the really, haters. Yeah. I was one of the people that said it wasn't going to work, and you and Drew, y'all proved me wrong, man. No. I really thought it wasn't going to work. Now, granted, I don't think – you did say the Clippers and Heat might make the finals, but I just don't think they're really going to go far in the playoffs. But who knows? I might be dead wrong, way off base on that one too. It's just I don't know if they have – I don't really know if they have the team for it. Yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the NBA student section. Thank you all for tuning in, and hope you all have a great day. Peace. Peace.